Hello and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Uh, it's been a pretty eventful evening uh, this evening, which I'm sure I'll get into at some point. We've got Jim on the podcast tonight. Hello, Jim. How are you? Hello, there. Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Uh, so I was meant to have um, Fuzzy on this evening. Long story short, he's got an iPhone 2. Uh, we just couldn't quite figure out how to do it. Um, and he left his phone charger at home and he's currently out. So rather than uh, me banging my head against the wall and uh, losing it with my girlfriend, even though it's not her fault, I thought I'd <laughs> message and say, look, mate, I'm sorry. I can give you half an hour's notice. And here we are. So thank you, Jim. I appreciate your uh, your time tonight. That's all right. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's been a, we've talked about this for a long time. So uh, we have a podcast and uh um, nice to see it come to fruition and uh, yeah, be involved. Yeah, Good. you know me, mate. I like to try and get stuff done. I'm not a, <laughs> not a talker. I don't like people messing me about. You know. I know how it is. I know how it is. If you can do something and do it, I'm doing this all off my phone. People, it's not that difficult. <laughs> you want to start a podcast? Start a podcast. I ain't special. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Jim's probably my oldest friend. Um, <clears throat> we've got a lot of sort of inside jokes. Um, we'll try and sort of break them down as we go. If if people, you know, go, what the hell's that all about? Then uh, we'll try and explain them, I suppose, as we go. Talking about it's brews and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And uh, talking about Tintin overdubs on YouTube and all that stuff. Um, so... I'm just going to quickly start, Jim, if you don't mind, with how we first met, because I think that's quite appropriate at the moment. Yeah, a sensible place to start. I'd yeah. like to go into it and say it's quite an epic story, but um, kind <laughs> of really was, uh, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> it was very much just meeting through a mutual friend um, yeah. down in um, or what would have been uh, Queen's Hotel at the time, down in Weymouth. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, spent many nights there, seen many bands. Um, yeah. Got to know each other through gigs and online, and uh, well, and as I say, the rest is history, really. Yeah, I think we met at a jam night through uh Faber, who's one of yes. our sort of mutual friends. Um, Jim's a uh, bit of a a Motley Crue fan, I'm sure <laughs> Jim, will, Jim will confess. Um, so I sort of knew about him online. Um, his online persona was very sort of uh. Motley Crew esque, if that's fair to say. Dated. <laughs> um, it's weird when you meet someone online and then you meet them in person because you've kind of got a bit of an inkling as to what they're going to be like in real life, but really you just don't have a clue. Mm. Um, but yeah, I met Jim. I sort of had to double take and check that it was him. Um, <laughs> we just kind of fell in love with music, really, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we um, met up like uh, over gigs over yeah. many years, and quite often it was just down Queens. Yeah, I think. Down there. I think going forward a little bit, I think the first time that we genuinely like knew that we were going to spend quite a lot of time together in our lives was when we saw Ultra Bridge. Yes, yeah, that was at the Southampton Guildhall, wasn't it? Southampton Guildhall, that was it. So, long story short, we missed the last train home, so we had to uh, kind of busk outside really i suppose for a couple of hours um yeah we just sort yeah. of got talking about on the stairs weren't we we were looking for and, ghosts um, just me and you um we 
tried to go into like restaurants and stuff, but eventually they kicked us out at like twelve o'clock. Mm. Uh, fresh faced, just turned eighteen, <laughs> had to come up with a plan, and we didn't really know what to do. Obviously, Southampton, if you don't drive, is a bit of a journey on the train and stuff. So we decided to wait it out. Um, and then I think we got a train at 5 a.m., didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Back to Weymouth. Yeah. And I remember saying to Jim, look, this is going to cost 35 quid for us to get home. Is it worth actually buying a ticket? Because that is one of my pet peeves in life, is not getting my train che- my train ticket checked. And Jim was like, oh, mate, you got to be... you got to better be safe than sorry you better buy a ticket and guess what <laughs> 35 quid down the pan because no one checked us yeah i wanted to but, sleep that was i remember that quite vividly i wanted to sleep on the way home so yeah i wanted to have the hassle of if i do get woke up to check the ticket yeah. then it'd be just be a wave and i could go back to sleep <laughs> is it true that they can wake you up is that an urban myth i have no idea to be honest um Apparently, if you fall asleep on a train, they can't wake you up. Mm, interesting. It means everyone just mm. pretends to be asleep and they get a free train ride. Obviously, you've got the whole classic, I'm going to hide in the toilets for the whole journey. Yeah. But really, for two, three hours, that's not really going to happen, is it? No, um, no I'm not sure, to be honest, because yeah. whenever I've been on a train, it's been out of Weymouth or back from London. And yeah. they quite often check early on those routes, so... Yeah, check before you don't have a chance to fall asleep. I don't know if it's the same now. I've been a few years, but yeah, I think nowadays it's harder because there's turnstiles at all of the major mm. train stations. So you, you you can get on the train, you can get off the train, but if you haven't got a ticket to get that turnstile open, then you've got a bit of a bit of a sus nature about you, really. Yeah, looking a bit shady. Um, sus. <laughs> yeah, I had that with Sam last week talking did, about yeah, among that. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, last, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, that's one of the best things about living in Weymouth, I think, is it's the last train, sort of. It's the last destination, isn't it? Yeah. So even if you fall asleep on the train, you'll wake up in Weymouth, which is a kind of a nice little thing, I suppose, that we take for granted. Yeah. I, I do like to wake up before in. I get to the train station. <laughs> just in yeah, case. otherwise you're just like, what the yeah. hell is going on? But yeah, um, I think after we did that, though, we um, kept in touch and we were on MSN to each other quite a lot. Yeah, um, and I passed my driving test and we went on the first yeah. road trip. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Your car. Was it a Citroen Saxon? It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I had many. I probably was in that car more than you at some point. Well, I hope not, because it was mine. <laughs> Doing donuts in the car park? Yeah, maybe. Jesus, done everything in that car, pretty much. Maybe not everything. Um, not quite everything, people. <laughs> Don't worry. Chill out. Have me too on my case already. Um, no, you're right. Um, what else am I going to talk about? So, we've worked together. Yeah. We've been in bed together. We've argued together. We've had kids at the similar sort of time. I don't even know where to start, mate, to be honest. It's emotional, isn't it? Really. <laughs> Like both in a joking term and generally um, yeah. as we've gone through the years. I've genuinely got my notes written down here. I'll send you a picture after this. Is How we met, and that, that's one of the bullet points. And I've got another bullet point, which is how it just got worse and worse. <laughs> it's quite easy, that one. Just I couldn't get rid of you. <laughs> slow descent into insanity. Um, yeah, we were in a band. Um, 
called Desert Rose, which I've spoken about quite a lot on this podcast already because it was my main sort of band for quite a long time and I put quite a lot of effort into it, I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah. Going yeah. to Portland at ridiculous o'clock in the morning, setting up a whole music hall full of equipment. It's just slogging it, weren't mm. we, really? Yeah, it really Everything was. Everything possible. really was. Done. Work. Yeah. Made about 30 quid per practice between the five of us, so £6 each. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, our singer, going to meet some dodgy bloke in a laundrette to pay him cash in hand for the haul. Uh, it's just everything just felt like the Wild West, pun intended. Yeah, really, yeah. Isn't it? it was pretty rock and roll as you can get. It was a little way, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me fighting tooth and nail to get every Sunday off because I worked in um pubs at that point, mm. yeah, yeah, just uh, a lot going on, really. But it was good, it was the good old days, really. It was. I don't think I could do that anymore. I think I'd be tired before I even uh, got to practice at this stage, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it before coming on, and um, because um, you sent some notes over, obviously, um, gigs and stuff. I was thinking about yeah. it, and I thought I did generally really enjoy the whole thing. It was a lot of hard work, yeah. and there yeah. were some tears and revolutions, and, you know, yeah. worse days, better days, but yeah. I couldn't get one point where I thought that was awful or no. this entire stretch was awful anything like that mm. not even with a rose tinted view I appreciate there were some worse days yeah. but really did mm. enjoy it really did enjoy it I think um, you have to sort of come out of it to realise how good it was and how dedicated we were to drive into places like Croydon mm. the Forest Dean we drove a rent a van to Cardiff yeah and that's actually well, I thought I'm one of the best what? gigs. Uh, get get yeah, around to that in a bit. Um, but yeah, that came up as yeah. one of my favourites. Yeah, just whatever it took, really. Mm. Playing gigs with cover bands. Um, yeah, just doing these gig swaps that were just completely out of nowhere. <laughs> um, I remember you very specifically at one point put your foot down saying, I am not fucking driving to Manchester for one gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is completely fair enough. <laughs> But I, I couldn't drive at this point. So I was literally doing everything in Desert Rose apart from driving. And I genuinely didn't understand what the problem was with that. But obviously, now that I can drive, I appreciate that that's like a five hour trip. And you'll get there. And unless someone's driving you, you're just going to be absolutely naked. Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to have energy to put in. We played Reading as well with the Rocket Dolls. I've spoken to Nikki on this before. Mm. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah. That just good. whatever it's really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um... Actually, just before we go any further, I just want to say a quick thank you to John <laughs> from episode two for, for oh, saying awesome. those amazing, nice things about me. It's uh, it was so nice, and he's, he's an absolute gent. He is a good one. I've been speaking to him a lot since that podcast. He's my um, he's my agony aunt when you're not available, Jim. Because <laughs> Christ knows I need an agony aunt. I need therapy, mate. It's just where you got two in it because it's too much for one person. Well, that's basically what this has turned into is a, a therapy session. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, we've we've had a lot of fun. We've um, worked together mm-hmm. when we um, started getting into IT. I won't get into that too much, obviously. Confidential information and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, Jim's a very calm, uh, strong, silent type, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm a bit of a because I kind of go off on one. 
But um, Jim likes to think about what he's saying and how he delivers it, whereas I'm just like, Bleh! and you're just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the best way I can really describe us. And sometimes opposite, opposites do attract, don't they? Yes, yeah. I mean, so maybe like those skills have waned a bit since having children. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it does come out as a, as you eloquently put it, a yeah. blur. Um, but yeah, I try, I try my best. Uh, just you just get too tired, don't you, and broken down by children. Yeah, it's difficult, it, especially in the current um, situation. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone's rattling against each other. Um, it's difficult yeah. to be the kind of calm parent all the time, all the time, because that's what they need. Because it's such a strange time for them, and everyone's got their yeah. limits. Yeah, and trying to explain to a kid that they can't go outside is like what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then they're well, I'll just play PS4 all day. And I'm like, well, no, you can't do that. And they're like, look, Dad, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> What's a pandemic? Yeah, <laughs> never heard of it. Read all the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, let's kick it off with what's the best gig we Ooh, ever I've got played? a couple, actually. I actually did a bit of uh, pre-thinking yeah. for this. Um, and so mentioned Cardiff already. Um, I think I... I got on the list because that was half from my perspective our first big gig that makes sense so we had the band yeah. we're going to a big yeah. city uh, big venue um took all the gear um big stage had a green room it was um really kind of cool there was no one there when we <laughs> but um yeah it's really good and um there's a couple of local bands um which were really good uh I can't remember. I think I want to want to say it was Red Room Therapy. Red Room Therapy and the last carnival. Yeah, and they were amazing. Really nice guys as well. Um, and yeah. that was really good. Really good. enjoyed that. Yeah. Part of the getting the van and driving up there all together was a big part of it. Mm. As we're driving, it wore off a bit, but yeah, it's first big gig and yeah, it was really quite cool. Yeah. Um, second one I got is uh, first time we played Keyside. So, yeah. um, so that yeah. was when we had Hex in the band and everyone was dressed up. It was sunny. Beers were on. We all played, well, for us, we played really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And it was just, we kind of had a bit of focus for that gig as well for the uh, practice weeks we had before. So um, like the month before we practiced, oh, we've got to get us tight for the key fest. Got to get us tight for the key fest. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was an awesome day afterwards as well. Got all the gear home, got back down, had some beers with everyone who came to see us. Yeah, fond memories of that gig as well. Yeah. And what was the other one I would say? O'Neill's in Bournemouth. Because because <laughs> they did not like us and they kept telling us to turn it down. No. So yeah. we tripped the limiter, didn't we? Yeah. We did. And then we left. We really... That happened a lot. That that was a constant thing. Like I can think of three gigs <laughs> off the top of my head that that happened. I was told to turn down. It's like, mate, you've hired a fucking yeah. rock and roll band. Like, what do you want? Like, you wouldn't tell ACDC to turn it down. I'm not saying that we're ACDC, obviously, but what did yeah. you expect? Spandu Ballet. Like, I just, oh, just it's frustrating. Being yeah, around, it's it? kind of the um, comes with being the, the kind of venues. These places are a bit more commercial. I remember um, bartering with O'Neill saying, if we stop right now, 
give us 130 quid yeah. or something like that. We were meant to get 175. They won't. And I remember Adam forgot to bring my base. Yeah. So I had to message your wife. I yeah. think. That's right. Is yeah, that she right? came from the um, yeah. On that. Oh my god. Oh Adam, sort your life out, mate. Yeah. Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was also when I couldn't drive. So um I was at the mercy of everyone else being able to remember stuff like guitars, <laughs> you know. Not the non essentials, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But yeah. No, O'Neill's was good. That was a um, kind of a baptism yeah, by fire. I, think. I kind of because well, we always we always um, said in our like emails to book these gigs that we were fifty fifty cover fifty fifty yeah. original, and I don't think we really were. We kind of said that just to get in, didn't we? We were quite yeah. Sneaky. We had a few yeah, and we played three originals and one cover. That was kind of our ratio, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, we we played our covers quite well, I think. We put our own twist on them. Definitely, yeah. But the covers we were good. We got people moving their heads, and then we kind of snuck an original in, and they were like, "Whoa, is this? This isn't Summer of '69." Right, is um, it? <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> I just don't miss those. Um, getting home at like three in the morning, four in the morning. I really genuinely yeah, don't miss. That, that was the whole. Not dirty side of it, but the side you don't think about much. And I think mm-hmm. you um, it might have actually been John who talked to you about it with um, in terms of it becoming a job. Yeah. And that's the works, yeah, work but... side of it, which you don't think about when you're getting ready yeah. to go for a gig, loading up the car, practicing. Yeah. Is you getting home at three o'clock in the morning and you're thinking, can I be bothered to um, unload the stuff out of mm-hmm. the car? Well, yes, I need to unload it because if it's going to be a whole lot of there. Uh, work if it gets nicked out the back of the car that kind of thing it just yeah and in four hours i've mm. got to be at work exactly so you put hand at both ends you're probably unable to perform as well as you usually do at work if you're running on three hours sleep mm. as everyone can relate but um yeah it's a fine it balance, is, but there's kind of the sac one the sacrifice that comes with pursuing something like that isn't it prepared to yeah take that sacrifice all the way or yeah you know mm, definitely yeah i don't want to hijack your best old with a uh, negative thoughts which it's just funny how like only other musicians mm. can relate to that i feel it's like being an entrepreneur where you just have to absolutely live and breathe what you believe yeah. sort of thing you just know? to do the other side of the shit sandwich i wouldn't have changed it because when you're up there playing and you're hyped for getting there and you're set yeah. up and ready to go on. Like, none of it matters. Yeah. None of it matters. You can't take that away from yeah. all that. Yeah. No, I agree. And when your gear works and everything sounds awesome, you're just like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe that this is something that I yeah. actually get to do. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of bands as well, like, it's worth noting that to start with, you're running it at a loss. Mm. Um, you might break even, you might even make some profit somehow through selling merch and through selling whatever, you know, some people are incredibly innovative nowadays with selling their uh, drum skins and 
old guitar strings and all that sort of stuff and they'll um, do like Skype calls with you and album listening parties yeah. and stuff yeah. really got to think outside the box nowadays because Spotify and Deezer and all these platforms have just completely like I um, listened to a Joe Satriani interview recently and it was um, he was basically driving around with surfing and surfing with the alien he had 500 copies of it mm. in his boot he was actually actively trying to get rid of them and he didn't know how to do it. Whereas nowadays you press a button, you publish your music onto Spotify, the whole world can listen to it and the feedback is fairly instant. It's incredible, isn't it? It used to be so hard to get your music out there. You had to jump through hoops to get it on the radio. You had to get signed before anyone paid any attention to you. And it was just... I can't even imagine yeah, all like the that. battle of bands and all the competition gigs and things like that. Yeah. 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 Exposure mm. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So, yeah, <clears throat> on the flip side of that, what's the worst gigs? So, uh, one, I think it was a personal yeah. worst read. I haven't got, like I said earlier, looking back at it, there are not really any gigs which kind of went, that was awful or that was it. But the one I yeah. do have was when we went to um, a venue called The Sweatbox. Which on the back of a school, it was Wantage. Um, yeah. And I could not get my sound right at all. And right at the end of the gig, I went mm. in the corner and checked everything through. What What is going on? What is going on? And I was looking around at my amp and stuff all through the gig, walking over it, trying to tune. Um, and I was completely off my game that, that, that night and just for not getting it and I was grumpy all the way home didn't change anything until I got home yeah. sat in my room tried working it all out and it turned out the G-string yeah. was down half a step and because of the oh, I had bad eyes that day or whether I couldn't see on the tuner properly <laughs> down half a step so it's completely okay. completely stupid gear related slip up that that was kind of okay. yeah that was didn't kind of that. the one time I can look back and go Mm. Yeah, sleep donut, and that would be that's yeah. the bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First and last time that ever yeah. happened, though. Yeah, hundred percent. I think sometimes that's necessary, and I, I hate to be devil's advocate with stuff like that because I've done hundreds of things like oh, that. Absolutely, this is kind of like when that happens, all the spare gear in the bag mm. doubled, and um, you got extra tuners. Mm case you go okay that's not right let's check on something else and yeah year year routine and um preparation goes up a level doesn't it when some of that happens um yeah yeah that's a weird little venue though not weird not weird weird but yeah it was a bit of a quirky thing it was quite a variety night that we played we went up with this um yeah we did yeah with jamie and that i want to get him on at some point It'll be Absolutely, a good person yeah. to talk to because he's probably hundreds of stories like this. But, um, have you got any more worse gigs? Um, not particularly. That's my standout. Um, some are <laughs> better than others. Um, but yeah. that was just the standout. Power. I don't want to completely go into what was good and what was bad because yeah, it can be borderline looking back at it for me. Um, I enjoyed most of it. You know. Um. Maybe Keyside mm. 2 when we played the second time because it was we're like first or second slot and it was great and there was no one out. Yeah. But that 
wasn't necessarily bad. It just could have been better for us. Yeah. I think um, the first key side, we probably peaked. So it was kind of like anything we did after that wasn't going to be as good. And I remember specifically Adam showing up 10 minutes late and he had a parking ticket when he got back. Or was it you? Did you get yeah. a parking ticket? No, that would have been two if it was Adam. It was just one of those... Yeah. It was just one of those gigs that everything was being mm. thrown at us. It was like, how much can you take? Like, what's your breaking point sort of, you know... God just throws you another curveball. Yeah. That yeah, sort yeah. of thing, you know. We got yeah, it. Yeah, it was just all the planning and the operations before and after, really. Yeah, it was um yeah. But, um, it was a tough day at the office. I've got a worse gig if I I'll go for it, yeah. I've got two words for you, mate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Railway tavern. Oh god, yeah. Yes. What was that all about? The owner came out and spoke to Sam, no. which is not a good idea, by the way, because he was the most socially awkward person you'd ever meet in your life, considering he was a singer. He said something to the owner, and the owner literally turned around and said, Get yeah, out. This was, that was early days, wasn't we it? Like, we're, just about to, we're just about to play the second half of our set, and we're currently playing in your pub for mm. free. Like, what? <laughs> I guess we'll never know what was said. I was absolutely, would love to know. Absolutely gobbled by that yeah yeah some people really genuinely don't know how to like run a business do they oh it's all it's kind of just flooding back now i remember that because we took everything mm. with us and i got my dad to yeah, I got my dad I get my dad to take us down because my rig because i had that huge four by 12 at the time wouldn't fit in the sack so else. i remember phoning yeah, him saying right. should you come grab us and he was like already i was like yeah we just been kicked out <laughs> yeah, yeah we were crap you know how you said this would never work, Dad. Yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were yeah. right. I'm wrong. Let's go. Let's not talk in the way now, all right? <laughs> yeah, not a single word else was spoken yeah. that night. Yeah. No, there was a few, but I won't go into it too much because I, I don't really want to trash stuff. I've... I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to look on the bright you're side. You're definitely of life. making big old steps in the right direction. Um, I think yeah, it's working. I think so. It's a uh, it's difficult when you're the host and you kind of want to delve into the negative just to sort of get it off your chest. It's very easy to talk about negative, but, um, because I, from my yeah, perspective, you, there's a lot of yeah. relatable emotion from negative which you can quite quickly tap into and then get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's just the nature of what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's had a crap experience with something, so they'll just sort of add it to yours and compound it. Yeah. But I do find um when you are taking on other people's problems, it can get quite heavy. And um they can kind of walk away going, Oh, I feel so much better now now that I've got mm. it off my chest. And you're there like, I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> You've just put a car on my like on my back, you know. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not yeah, a behavioral kind of, if You feel like, me personally, sometimes you've got to, um, oh, not sure what the word is, not objectify, but you know, when you say take the analogy, you've got there of a car on your back, is right, 
yeah. that person was carrying that car for yeah, potentially mm. years, years, lifetimes, however. And to have that relief from is just something that you can take the take not their happiness, but the happiness from that scenario and lighten your load again. Um, yeah. That mm. sounds, that's proper cheese. That's proper cheese. And I know it, but if it helps, um, it's kind mm. of a good way of doing that. I'll kind of pull out of the bag sometimes. I'm happy to help. Like when people bring stuff up, I'm happy to sort of think about it and assess the situation and try and give them sort of two or three solutions or alternatives to how they can yeah, twist it. Yeah. But it's when, when they get batted away, you're just like, well, I'm sorry, but I don't know. Yeah, it was something um, actually came up um, recently um, that I come to understand was I, I'm naturally a fixer. Like I like to fix things. And when people come mm. to your problems, you go, oh, like you just said, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? And sometimes people yeah. don't want you to fix things. They've been trying to fix them, and they just want Absolutely. you to sit there, shut up, and listen, yeah. so they can go, "Thanks for that." Yeah. Okay, let's look at fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. That took me a long time yeah. to um, mm. appreciate. I agree. That's that's exactly right. Sometimes you have to wallow with them, and then you have to get out of it together. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it's um, otherwise it's too much like backseat driving isn't yeah, it yeah it is you can, yeah and things are really tough for everyone at the moment um so yeah at least you can listen and um mm. yeah i mean like like you know my door's always open if um people want to bend in here um so yeah yeah talk to each other Chant. that doesn't mean everyone on this podcast listen to uh jim and uh email him privately because um i'm sure you know all 60 people that listen to this. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the case. For, they uh, talk to someone. Just well, talk I, someone. I don't know who Jim is. They might message me through my email and ask to speak to Jim. And I'll just set an auto-forward rule on my inbox. <laughs> and I'll just ruin your life, mate. Yeah, it won't get to me. <laughs> <laughs> to Jerry Springer. Maury Povich. Brilliant. Right, so we've talked yeah, about yeah. the gigs. We've talked about what been in a band so this is a bit of a curveball but i think i've mentioned it to you before um and i've also got a bit of an announcement after this so best childhood game Jim. childhood is in a video game or um out playing an outside kind of game either Ooh, okay ready both um yeah. so outdoor game i was always of bulldog because I was always a stocky child, so I always came off all right. Um, but I used to get, I was outside all the time to tag, you know, tree climbing, bike racing, all that kind of stuff on the bike as a kid. Um, but yeah, bulldog, bulldog, yeah, nice. Um, video game, childhood video game, yeah. um, yeah. I suppose this, this question really points to like, what was your gateway game? Gateway game, uh, as in, what got you into like, say, like Tekken or Sonic or so Marvel? Yeah, games? so first inside was a original Game Boy, um, and then a couple of Christmases later, I got PlayStation, and um, the probably the biggest childhood game would. The influence on me would be Metal Gear Solid One. 
yeah. that show that played that to absolute death um so many hours and it's one of those games you can go back and play years later and not miss a beat on it it's all muscle memory you know where the guards are you know where they starting is where that item is uh you know you had yeah. to play cheat it a bit um yeah that was the gateway game for me mm. absolutely i kind of had a feeling you were going <laughs> to say that one yeah everything about yeah. it was fantastic soundtrack setting um yeah. the way it would make mm. you think um mm. outside the box um kind of real danger element because it was yeah. the first game i'd certainly played like that where you can't just run around and you mm. know used to playing platformers so you can't just jump about and hide things you've got to try and survive and not get yeah. seen and that was uh yeah real turning point yeah it kind of flipped the whole action genre on its head really didn't it because it wasn't just about putting as many bullets into the enemies as possible it was about actually dispatching them one by one and trying to sort of whittle them down to a point where you could yeah or not be out or not, be, not deal with them at all just bypass them um yeah yeah fantastic for my little brain <laughs> yeah yeah that was a really successful franchise um i think me and sam spoke about this last week a little bit but the um the announcement side of this just off of jim's question and answer is um on the 6th of december which is a sunday i'm planning to get quite a few people that i know that are quite into games including jim sam uh potentially ben watkins potentially uh ashley jones who i've not spoken to in a while and i've also rounded up a guy that i know called ant mcgailey and angie andy not angie that's not a name uh branch andrew branch so um hopefully i'll be able to get these people in a room virtually of course and uh we'll go through our favorite games and we'll be able to bounce off each other and i think to be honest it sounds to me like quite a few of these people haven't really had a chat like that in a while because that was usually something that you sort of spoke about at house parties and at pubs and stuff and obviously that's not really a thing at the moment so i think that could be a really sort of information rich podcast as it were so um i've got to figure out the logistics to that because i know anchor can't really take a two-hour podcast <laughs> so uh that should be a good laugh yeah but yeah i'm sure we'll get to metal get solid in that as yeah well, that'd be so really good be just good. like you're saying on um getting everyone together socially and stuff like that is um yeah you, you know you, with games and storylines you can get really invested and can mm. essentially gateway to new things like aspects of life and um yeah bring you like a lot of enjoyment i think it's um and sometimes you might not see these kind of games which you might find you actually love and you know yeah i I really like um spending time listening to game soundtracks just as background music Mm -hmm. sometimes um yeah but yeah so that be an excellent platform for that just to share things new perspectives with different people yeah. different tastes always good i think um we've all experienced as gamers we've all experienced a moment in a game that's like oh my god what's just happened like a character's died or there's been a twist in the story like in horror films you know when like the sixth sense is a really good example where there's a sudden twist mm. at the end or something and you're like oh my god 
and people get together and they have a chat about it, you know, like a book club, as, as it were. I yeah, suppose. I bet they always say. They'd be oh, fine right. if they stuck together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Good old Splatter movies, eh? Final Destination yeah. and all that. Never tailgate again. So, that's it. So we're going to uh, go into the most requested part of this podcast. Mail deals. Now, this is becoming a bit of a meme now. <laughs> and I'm going to try my best to uh, take a picture of every meal deal I have from now on and put it up on the podcast Instagram. If you're not already following it, it's Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Um, so I'm going to try my best to get that done because currently at the moment, it's just a pitch- load of pictures of people um, who are obviously people coming on the show and stuff. So uh, I don't know. I don't want to start a flame war. But um, I think that could be quite a funny sort of humanization middle ground. So um, I'll give that a go and see what happens. But yeah, I know Jim's a bit of a connoisseur with uh, food and the flavors. <laughs> if, what's your meal deal? Oh, I'll have to pick one. This is, this is going to be tough. Uh, you can pick, pick two. two. I don't Ah, oh, okay. So back when we were working together, um, <laughs> they didn't, it's at Sainsbury's, they don't do it anymore. Um, but my staple yeah. was. Some fried chicken sub, Thai sweet mm. chili sensations, bottle of coke. Yeah, that was that yeah, was solid nice. staple. I'd look forward to that more often than I probably should have. I'd splurge for a peanut butter Kit Kat chunky as well. Outside of the bounds nice. of the meal, do I know? But it's it would get in the bag. Mm. So um, yeah, that was um, <laughs> staple. Recent years, it's yeah, kind nice. of moved on to um uh, chicken bacon uh scenario um definitely uh, you know chicken triple or yeah. just a chicken bacon on brown wherever it is not as the because they do meal deals which is my local to work anyway yeah um i'll say no more mm. because i just did a podcast with my ramblings and rantings on why i just have meal deals do you know the name of the podcast? Let's go. So why don't Asda do a meal deal? Um, What's that all about? <sighs> missing the mark on that. I don't think sure. we have enough time to really, to be honest, to explain how, just how fucking frustrating it is. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? They're the only yeah. place that I know of. Yeah, and, I think and they've got everything, right? So... Um, uh, yeah. You get pasta, you get sushi, mm. you get plant based, absolutely everything. Yeah. Want it in a bundle for three quid? Fuck oh, off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? I've gone into Asda before and bought yeah, a yeah. shovel, but I can't buy a fucking meal deal. What's good? Like, I've bought a whole wardrobe of clothes yeah, in Asda. Three quid lunch? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating, isn't brief, it? Ben, but... brief. Um, it's, it's weird. And they don't have a loyalty card either. Like, Maybe we could turn what? this into an episode, you know. Um... I've, um, I've actually emailed Asda in the past because they got rid of my favorite salad, which was fiery chicken and cheese salad, right? It's a pasta oh, yeah, sort of yeah. salad box that you get. Yeah, sounds good. Amazing, mate. Absolutely amazing. And they replaced it with ham, which, you know, it's all right. It's okay. And I got a generic email response saying your request has been noted. We will try and get this available to Weymouth like back as soon as possible. 
And then I think after that, they replaced the ham with prawn cocktail. And I felt like, you're just taking a piss now, aren't you? <laughs> 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 for me. I spend like a substantial yeah, amount yeah. of my wages as. So. And just, I just think they just have to get in it, really. But feel free to sponsor me, you know, just, just saying. Just trying to make your, your life better, as though, honestly. Customers come first and all that. But yeah. Um, anyway. well, yeah. Staple, staple milled at the moment is chicken Think. bacon, um, uh, chicken, koi steak, and cherry Pepsi. Nice. Nice. Cherry Pepsi. We're not going if to needs zero, must. Are we? You know if it's what they've got on the shelf, but not by choice. Yeah. Um, I feel that these full fat ones are starting to become a bit of a yeah sugar tax rarity. Yeah. Yeah. I love love cherry Pepsi. You know, I tried the raspberry one when it came out, but cherry is king. Mm. Yeah. That's a hill. Yeah, raspberries are right. Fall on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love vanilla Coke. I love it. something about it. It took me ages to get into it, and then mm. it stopped. Um, it was like a limited edition, I think. And then it came yeah. back, and I was like, "Hey, cool, cool." It's like a big tasty at McDonald's. It took me ages to try that, and then I was like, "Oh my god, this is actually amazing!" Got touch without doing it. I was just like, "Okay, missed the boat. Missed the boat. It's my fault." But yeah, um, with triple sandwiches as well. Whilst we're on the subject, do you ever feel that someone else is eating the other half of the sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Someone else. Who has bought that packet next to you? Is uh, just yeah, you got to hunt them down, mate. Get the rest of your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Put an RFID tag on both of them and just see where it ends up. In the yeah, world. you could do, I suppose. <laughs> Not condoning these things, by the way. Don't lie on We've already got Google, yeah. Apple, Microsoft. Why, why, why are you banned from every house in the world? Because I was tagging all the sandwiches. Yeah. The really like non-privacy yeah. invading solution. Hey, to just to buy both, it. isn't it? Buy the buy the packet next to it and go to town. Yeah. Someone will dig through my social media in seven years and be like, Ben Garbert, Drona. Oh it's like the whole Kevin Hart thing where he's got to <laughs> apologize and no one cares anyway. Oh, good fun, good fun. So is there anything else that you want to talk about? Obviously, we've got you on the 6th of December with the the retro gaming sort of thing that we're kind of yeah, trying yeah, to wrap no, up this mental year. Be good. Yeah, always excited to hear our yeah, perspectives cool. as well and you know, talk about stuff and enjoy doing. And, um, yeah, yeah, I look forward to that one. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, it's just nice to find common ground, isn't it? Sometimes with people that you've potentially not really met that much, or you've yeah, met for a specific yeah, really reason, is. like um, the gig, for example. Yeah, only ever met that person from that. Yeah, aspect. and it's like you can be aware of these people through the delights, quote unquote, of social media, um, and it just kind of relates to yeah. what you're saying about the personas you get from people from seeing on social media, mm-hmm. um, and as soon as you talk to Definitely. people in person shattered isn't it shattered and you find out really genuine people yeah. my experience anyway yeah mm. i think um instagram facebook all that sort of stuff yeah i've dropped off i've dropped off i uh, really, uh, had, um, 
you know, sort of yeah. been there for years and I don't really post much because I'm working on I'm looking after the kids and then I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, and no one really still needs spins. to know about my day to day because not really much to know about. Um, I kind of I just indulge myself by posting stuff no. like that all the time. So I came off for a bit of a breather. Yeah. 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 I feel that like a lot of people post stuff on Facebook mm. to kind of there validate kind their own of existence to it, yeah. as well. It'd be kind of scary. I've, I've definitely. I've definitely gone down that rabbit hole a few times and I usually uh before I post mm. I discard it. I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? I don't need to tell people yeah. that uh I'm happy. I'll just get on yeah. with it. Like <laughs> what's what's going on? You know. But I think some people they wanna see that you're happy and then they wanna feel happy that you're happy and it's kind of a residual. But it was the same as what we were talking about earlier. It, if it's negative then everyone starts becoming negative and you just see the same people yeah. post the same yeah. rubbish all the time. It's, 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 there um, are like saying positives know. about the spreading happiness and stuff, but yeah, it's moderation, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's powerful, powerful platforms oh. um, without getting into the back end and the nasties. Yeah. It's um, a place, but yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I wasn't enjoying it social media at all um yeah mm. you find yourself you're going through things and you're like okay i've just wasted That's half fair. an hour and you think you might you might something might occur at home you go yeah put online and then you then i went the fuck what are you doing yeah just no mm. your life doesn't revolve about what you know yeah. the few people that actually look at your stuff might think oh he's put something up give him a thumb Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Give him a finger. <laughs> when you were um, on Facebook, did you ever check yeah, your memories? Yeah, that was, that was kind like, of a wake up for me. So you look through stuff and you go, "Wow!" But that's yeah. kind of what was hooking me on as well. Exactly. If that makes sense. You go, "Oh, I wonder what was coming up tomorrow." And you go, yeah. "What are you doing? Yeah. I just download it instead." <laughs> yeah. I wonder what I said. I wonder what I said six years ago. <laughs> what? Absolute raging man, probably. Yeah, mine occasionally would just be like a smiley face, mm. and now I see it and I actively delete it. And I think to myself, my Facebook is just a wasteland <laughs> of stuff. That by I think, but this is going quite morbid. There's actually an option in settings to yeah. give your yeah. Facebook profile to someone when you die. That's how powerful it is. It's nice. scary. Obviously, that's. It's an ethical compliance thing, I think. But um, like, I don't really want to think about that. It's like an electronic mm, will. Yeah. yeah. It just, yeah it's, it's very strange. Morbid. It kind of wraps the whole situation up, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. It's very, it is it is, uh, weird world. Very, very weird world. Did you give a toss um, about I the US kept half nine it. Um, obviously, it, has, it will have whatever happens, whatever happens, you know, with um, Biden, yeah. we'll have waves over here. Um, but what I did really like was seeing the kind of yeah. celebrations that people were having over the result, like thousands and thousands of people celebrating Trump out and just that kind of yeah. almost level of unity. 
where um, it's been like a, a four years of just trying to divide everyone misinformation and yeah. um, I'll probably mm. leave it there instead of going all deep dive into American politics but <laughs> um, yeah it's very nice to see people united and celebrating victory um, eventually yeah inclusivity just, not um, exclusivity yeah, it's nice to see nice to see and it's quite easy to go down the rabbit holes um, because of how accessible information is. So, yeah. Yeah. Try not to <laughs> when it counts. Yeah. Mm. I did quite like watching that. Yeah, that was interesting. I was refreshing that a few times. Um, um, yeah, because you're kind of excited, aren't you? I know you talk about this last, last week in the last episode, but yeah, it's exciting, wasn't it? Just to, because you're hoping for everyone over there. That things are going to change. It's just—it's just for me. It shows that stuff can still happen in the world without it being delayed or um, restricted. Like right now, we're mm. really struggling to keep the cinemas alive. For example, we're really struggling to do a lot of things that can't be virtual, um, and to do something like a U.S. presidential mm. campaign in amongst all of this chaos kind of shows that we can do, you know, we, we probably shouldn't, but, you know, back in the start of the year with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, people didn't give a crap if there was a coronavirus outside. They wanted yeah, to go out and be heard, you know. And this is kind of before the whole face masks and the distancing really got proven as effective. And people were mm. willing to risk their lives basically and go i don't care i am sick and tired of the situation that this has created happening over and over and over you know police yeah. having mm. way too much power and abusing their power i don't care if i get ill for 10 days yeah it's, it's just um, goes to show how much you know, something like that was needed and how passionate people are about it and the yeah. changes that need to be made uh, you know it's amazing Amazing, eh? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah United exactly. we stand yeah, divided, yeah. we fall and there's, all that sort of stuff. There's no need for it. Absolutely no need for But yeah. For it, yeah. I mean, no need for that. Though, um, mm. Why there? Why Black Lives Matter happened, of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it even happened over here, which sometimes I feel is a bit of a... Um, why we're we getting involved sort of situation but i do think that obviously we have to stand in solidarity with people yeah, that are absolutely suffering in a way um there was even a, there was even a protest in weymouth yeah which obviously, yeah, I mean, you know goodness it's me. such a huge thing and <laughs> if, really even in little pockets why? such as weymouth they've got a march going on then more power to them it's it's, it's amazing to see that it's amazing to see these people that so many people have come united on one purpose, but it's such a shame that it's for this purpose. Um, but sometimes you need an action yeah. with such kind yeah. of gravity and magnitude for um, to allow yeah. so many people to come together. Yeah, it's been a mad old year, hasn't it? Right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's it's exhausting to be honest. I think we'll get there. 
hopefully this lockdown will prove that we're uh, capable of staying inside for a couple of weeks yeah. slash month slash March. Um, but I think if this is effective, what we're doing, we're now one week in. Um, we'll probably be asked to stay inside for a longer period um, because obviously the data is going to show that it's working. Mm. We need to drive down these cases. Um, but yeah, it's it's all good, obviously. We're trying to fight a disease. But um, I think a lot of people's mental health, which is one of the reasons that I started doing this, really, is yeah, to just catch up with been, people and make sure they're I've right. enjoyed every episode that's come through so far. And um, um, generally, yeah, generally, it's been nice to hear a um, familiar voice talk about... Um, huh familiar things i suppose yeah yeah familiar crap yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's been really to, good i mean to relate all the guys you've had on previously have been really interesting and mm. you know say that mental health um yeah chris on yeah. um oh no and then follows him on linkedin afterwards mm. straight away you know some of the stuff yeah. he's saying is really good um it's what people need and having it using yeah. this podcast as a platform to yeah help people and say you're not alone you can come on here have a have a whinge like i've done and kind of yeah. ruined your hour for you um, <laughs> mm. um it's you know it's the best <laughs> this is kind of one of the best things you can do with yeah. a um with a podcast especially when you've got your mates on and everything it's been, been good stuff yeah. and knowing people can yeah say reach out to you on any platform saying we can talk to you or as you know anyone i can talk to or you know, have a yeah. rant about saying, who was that guy you had on this week, yeah. Jim? And there's a rant there and they vented. So, yeah, it's all yeah. good. I mean, it's great to have this. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, very, um, you know, thank you for having me on as well. Being a... I know. That's all right. It's so easy to do, though. Yeah. It's literally like we're on our phones right now. It's, I admittedly, I should try and, like, not be on my phone as much but this is a lot cheaper than me buying a Rode microphone for 450 quid and trying to set something up in my house that's going to be a static fixture yeah I'm just on the same app as you doing this and you know having chat about anything and everything you know all the stuff we've done over the years and then just having a chat about well-being and looking after each other and things like that you know, I'm going to come away from this episode feeling a lot lighter and a lot more positive. And um, all I have to do is download that. Yeah. So, yeah, keep fighting the good fight. That's good. That's worth it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, just on the um, the guest front, um, I've tried to be as transparent with you as possible. I'm kind of running out of guests, really. So if anyone does want to be a guest, then feel free to email me on absolutebedthempodcast at gmail.com. I will try and, you know, monitor that email inbox. It's my fourth email inbox that I need to monitor in my life, so I won't be as rapid on it. But um, I'd be interested to see if anything comes out of this, because, you know, obviously I, I would like to talk about a specific subject matter with you. Um, we can talk meal deals, we can talk music, we can talk video games, we can talk paranormal experiences. I've not really gone into that yet. We're kind of <laughs> a bit reluctant to go into conspiracies, but 
if you've got a subject matter, then reach out to me and uh, let's have a chat. Ben, do you want to talk about cloud it's, infrastructure? It's so simple to do. Um, cloud infrastructure. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> that would be a yeah, four-hour yeah. podcast, wouldn't it? You've got a lot of, more of an inviting voice than those uh, Americans that are on the, oh, the TechNet uh, website, yeah. haven't you? Maybe. I'm going to... Hi guys, welcome to Azure. Azure Infrastructure. Yeah. No. Azure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> Kubernetes for four months. Thanks. But yeah, right. Well, I'm going to leave it here. We'll definitely get you on again, Jim. Obviously, yeah, we'll have you on the, uh, yeah, yeah, the December good. one. But yeah, just uh, want everyone out there to make sure that they're keeping safe and keeping at a distance don't go see your granny just facetime her and have a laugh <laughs> trying to uh so I was thinking, sort facetime out uh, can never, yeah can never turn the sport off can you? <laughs> yeah yeah no that's it really really can't but yeah i hope everyone's all right and i'll um i'll have aunt mcgailey on next sunday um who i've known for quite a long time as a musician I've uh, not really spoken to him much lately, so I'd be interested to see if he's got anything else going on at the moment. But yeah, thanks guys for watching, listening, subscribing. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, all the podcast apps ever, basically, at the moment. So uh, this will be up tomorrow morning, and it will be distributed to all those platforms. So thanks again for listening. All right. Thank you for having Cheers, me. Cheers, Jim, uh, for really stepping it. in last minute. appreciate it. No worries. Take care.